This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNS Kinston. And uh, you'll be able to hear it. It should be right there to right knee. Right? Yeah. No, that's fine. Hey, welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Today is Thursday, September. If you want to do some... uh, uh, some crafts while you're here, Seraphim, you can uh, knock those out. That's, you know, that's Linda's side right there. And if you feel like, mate, what is it? Uh, if you feel like. Uh, There's some earrings here. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> Little decoupage earrings. Are at you the same familiar time? with decoupage? I, I haven't done it myself, but I've done collage. I've done collages. I, I don't know the difference. It's like decoupage. You like put the, the, the Mod Podge on it and slap it up on there. Were you getting ready to make the sound effect of it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome but seraphim smith joining us live here in our plush well-lit well-protected studio here on uh whitehall drive how are you doing dude i hadn't seen you or had you on the show in, in a couple ages. of years and now twice in a couple of weeks this is awesome i do i i dig it i, I love it me too i love it this is awesome hey we're gonna get to know uh, in fact here in just uh less than a couple of minutes we're gonna get to know uh luke schwartz he's the uh, new uh, sports reporter for uh, wcti news channel 12 Fox Eastern Carolina, and I got to admit, I've not even talked to him. We've messaged a couple of times as I was setting it up yesterday. But So you're going to get to know him, and our audience is going to get to know him just as much as I am because I, I haven't met him yet. Sweet. Yeah, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, man. What have you been up to? So many things. Uh, working on – oh, yeah. Tell them what I'm doing. You're painting. I'm that's painting. the sound effect for painting. There you go. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been I've been coming up with my dye formulas and stuff and making some colors, and that's what I've been doing this morning. You've been inventing colors? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. yeah. It's like Ecru Plus. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ecru, that's a color, right? Yeah, it's like an off-white kind of thing going on, yeah. I know sports, Seraphim. That's, That's okay. pretty much it. That's my I, I like I like to say about myself, I have a very limited skill set. And I mean, tell them what I'm doing. I it's what, about an inch thick it's is about my, an inch thick. Yeah, yeah. is my uh skill set and I get outside of That's that. It's a thin and, skill set sandwich. <laughs> there you go. That's exactly what it is. But I tell you what, uh da 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 da. Let me thank our good friends over at Arendel Parrot Academy. They're the largest independent non sectarian college prep school in the region. Located on a beautiful 80-acre campus in Kenston, Parrot Academy draws students from all over eastern North Carolina, including Kenston, Greenville, Newburn, Goldsboro, and Jacksonville. APA students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Give them a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at uh, 1901 Dobbs Farm Road in Kenson. Tell them the Brian Hanks Show sent you. And joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line, is uh now you do know we always refer to uh brian north's new uh proteges who come in there as uh either brian north jr or brian north's babies okay <laughs> uh i'm i'm good with with uh brian north protege uh yeah. hello how there you go. doing this good morning? morning hey it's luke schwartz joining us here making his uh, debut appearance here on the brian hanks show and as I was telling people, as I was bringing you up, and I even said it in my monologue in the first hour too, Luke, just going to get to know you a little bit here. Uh, I, I've not met you in person yet, I got, but I will give you the ultimate compliment, and I mean this in all sincerity. Brian North is pumped about you, okay? He and I messaged, I don't know, we messaged two or three times a week, sometimes more than that, 
And he is, he has just been absolutely pumped about you. He has said to me personally, and I hope I'm not revealing too much here, but just, he's got a lot of high expectations for you. And he has just been, Hey, the, the two words he liked the most about you, or he said the most about you work ethic. He's like, listen, this kid's mm. got an incredible work ethic. When you hear uh, someone like Brian North say those kind of things about you, it's gotta, it's gotta put a smile on your face. Doesn't it Luke? Oh, absolutely. That. You know, I woke I woke up a little bit ago, got ready for this show, and uh, that that's already making my day right now. That's that's awesome to hear. And Brian North truly is the man. And I've been to a few high school games in the past few weeks, and been out and about trying to see the community as much as I can. And everybody that I talk to goes, "You work with Brian North, right? He is the <laughs> man." And I have just heard incredible things about him. And funny enough, uh, Brian, the first time Brian North mentioned you to me, he goes, Brian Hanks, you're going to see him at a Downwood East Ducks game, and uh, he's going to be sitting in Section 5 to go look for him. So I went and looked <laughs> for you, and I, I, I thought I saw you. So I went up to this, uh, this guy and I said, excuse me, are you Brian Hanks? And he just looked at me and went, no. I said, sorry. <laughs> I walked back down the stairs. <laughs> Dude, that is uh, – I'm surprised he didn't punch you. <laughs> I, you know, uh, he had a towel over his head, and he, I think he was sitting next to his wife, and I was texting Brian, and he wasn't responding. And I go, I think that's him, but I can't tell. that they, they look similar. I said, you know what? I'm just going to take a shot and go up to him. And he just gave me the strangest look like, no. And then I just had to tuck my tail between my legs and walk back to my seat. <laughs> that's all right. Dude, Luke Schwartz joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. He is the new sports reporter for WCTI News Channel 12, Fox Eastern Carolina. And, hey, this is a portion of take over the show here for a little bit. Luke, we want to get to know you. Tell us about uh, – I think you're from Washington State. From I did stalk you. We're Facebook friends now, so I did go down your timeline <laughs> a little bit and try to figure out a little bit about you. But looks like you were a, a quarterback or a, a, a football player at one time. Just tell us a little bit about where you're from, where you went to school, school uh athletics all that favorite Inter color yeah favorite color do you <laughs> oh. like, do you like long walks on the beach you know that kind you of know, stuff just, yeah that's important stuff <laughs> yeah tell us about yeah. Luke Schwartz the buddy the elf stuff uh yeah so I am from the west coast I'm from Portland Oregon yeah uh, born and raised there uh love love the west coast and I'm still getting used to the humidity out here I'll tell you one thing that I have to really, really focus on my hair every time I step out of my apartment <laughs> because true. that humidity hits a little bit different. But uh, love the West Coast, Portland, Oregon. And then for college, I did undergrad at a small Division three school in Spokane, Washington called Whitworth University. Had four incredible years there with a very tight-knit community that really just looked out for one another. And I just got into sports broadcasting after playing sports basically my whole life the I think my dad said my first word as a kid was a was ball because I had a basketball in my hand and I just grew up loving the game and playing it but once I got to the college level I realized I wanted to stay connected to the game but not be on the field or court anymore um, but I used to be a running back and outside linebacker um, I, I don't have the speed anymore and I also my stomach doesn't know it yet, but I'm not a football player anymore. So I still feel like I need to eat so much to get ready for game day. So I need to, I need to tell my stomach no. Uh, but Whitworth University was incredible for years. Got into broadcasting, and I just 
love the stories and being able to connect with athletes like the days that I was playing. So I decided to uh, extend that career and head over to Syracuse University in central New York to get my master's in broadcast and digital journalism and went to a fantastic Division One program that I had a lot of great mentors and mentees that showed me the ropes and how to really progress in this broadcasting business. And then I did uh, six weeks in, uh, in Charlotte for a Fox station to cover the Carolina Panthers, which was an incredible experience to be up close. And those guys, you see them on TV and you think, all right, they're, they're pretty big. But you stand right next to them and you're interviewing Brian Burns or one of those big defensive linemen. And you're going, oh, my goodness, that man is a tower. So it was awesome to be up close and personal and uh, re- reached out to Brian about, you know, maybe two months ago. And here we are. And all I can say is positive things. I've met the most incredible people here uh, from Didi at Panera, who said, you need anything, you let me know to Jenny uh, in the historic New Bern that gave me a tour of basically every restaurant and said, okay, if you want the best coffee, you go here. I mean, everybody has just been reaching out, super sweet and kind, and I couldn't be more thankful and just so happy to be in a great spot here here in the ENT. Well, and that's one of the things, too, that – and, again, that voice you listen to, that's Luke Schwartz. He is uh, the new sports reporter for WCTI News Channel 12, Fox Eastern Carolina, here this morning on the Brian Hanks Show. And uh, that's another one of the <coughs> – excuse me, that's one of the things that uh, North has mentioned about you, too, is just how positive you are. Yeah, I, mean, I love this you, guy's energy. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's uh, – as we're doing this live here, it's uh, 8, 12 a.m., and uh, you're more fired up than I am right yeah, now, I- Luke. <laughs> You know, uh, when you're in the sports business, you you go into it and you know that this this is a platform to not only inform, but also to inspire. And I think that's something that I've always enjoyed is the fact that it's, it's being able to tell stories of the athletes, the coaches, the community members to make people feel brought together and more relatable. And it, it, it's early, sure. Um, I'm, I'm still from my college days now you know if i was two years ago i don't know if i could have gotten up for this show brian but uh you know now now that we're working a full-time job uh i said yep of course let's do it but we'll be we'll be covering some farmville central tonight uh going to their game on the road and staying up late so it's i i just i love sports i love people and I, i couldn't ask for a better place to report on it and yeah, just bring it, bring in that energy. Whenever you tune into channel 12, just, just know I'm, I'm coming. I'll try and be like a firecracker. Wow. Cool. I, I love your energy. And I was hearing that you had been to New Bern recently to try out the restaurants and such. Yeah. Uh, did you oh get to go gosh. to Cypress Hall? I did. Yeah. Isn't that place Cypress awesome? Hall, it is fantastic. I mean, I, I think I've ducked my head into every single <laughs> spot on that strip. I basically, I what I want to be like is Norm from Cheers here. I want to walk into you know every spot and and folks know me. I want to have a regular coffee order uh, to to move to a new place and become a regular and yeah. and be familiar with the community and the community be familiar with me. But yeah. oh, there's some great spots down there. I get my coffee from Radical Star. Uh, 
let's see, the poor house is good too. Um, there, the there's just so many Luke, great. Which, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Like for Shirley Temple, you know. Yes, yes, just, yes. <laughs> um, but it's it, there's just a great vibe down there, and I'll tell you what. Growing up in Portland, Oregon, I was close to the city, and I never had that itch to go to the beach. We had we had seaside, which is basically our our local water, and it's about a 45 minute drive. But I never really had that scratch to go out there and be a beach kid and, and run around. But mm-hmm. when you go to downtown historic New Bern and you are a three-minute walk from the water right there, I tell you what, every day that I am not working or I have a little bit of time, I go down there, I go for my walk, and I just walk right next to the water. And there's something just so peaceful and inviting about it, and, and I'm addicted now. So if I'm not working, you can catch me over by the water. It's beautiful over there. In fact, I'm I'm writing my next story for PBS about New Bern. So I'll have to see if I can catch up with you soon uh, and meet you in person, so we can talk about your new your new city. Oh, I would love that. Yeah, there's there's a bench that that probably has like my a mark of me at this point. <laughs> That's so much since I've gotten here, it's probably tired of seeing me, but. Uh, I just, I just love it down here. No, nothing but positive things to say. That is awesome. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, you're, you are. You're going to love the, this here. It is a lot like Cheers. People will eventually, you know, get to know who what you look like and who you are. You know, we go to the grocery store, and you're guaranteed to bump into three people at least that you know. So you, you'll never be lonely. Which is one of the things I love about here is that the people really are just so warm and embracing. And we welcome you. Welcome to this area. Thank you. I, I really appreciate this. I was, what was I doing yesterday when I got Brian's text? And that's the other thing, too. When you're working sports, you sometimes forget what you do the day before. <laughs> oh, I so hear you. Guys, for that. <laughs> uh, but I, I just, I lit up. I immediately called Brian North. I'm like, did you set this up? Or what? what's going on here? I, I'm excited. I'm, I was fired up when I got that text. I, I don't think I could even wait. I said, man, I got gonna wait the next 14 hours until that happens all right i gotta Aww. find something to do before before i get on the show so i i really appreciate you guys letting me come on introduce myself and uh and your your platform your your show what you do makes a difference and i know the people of this community really appreciate uh, the show that you guys put on well, you're very very kind thank you so much hey you are listening to the big interview right now and the sponsor the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the brian hank show is unc lenore Healthcare, with a medical staff of more than 100 physicians unc lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kinston for all your healthcare needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. And let's jump right back into it. It's Luke Schwartz. He's a new sports reporter for News Channel 12 in Fox Eastern Carolina. And you've We've met you a little bit. I want to get some of your views on sports. And with you being from Oregon, uh, just the the dissolution of uh, the Pac-12 and just the Pac, you know, the conference. Now we're going to have uh, Stanford and uh, Cal and the Atlantic Coast Conference. I just you have a unique perspective having grown up 
in in the heart in the footprint of the Pac-12. Your thoughts on that, Luke? Yeah, I guess the saying now is the All Coast Conference for the ACC <laughs> yeah. because it, it's a bummer to think. Of, of course, you look at it from that football standpoint, but it, it, it's it hurts to see that there's going to be all the sports part of that university affected where, you know, you got a tennis team that has to travel all the way to, to Syracuse, New York to play a game and then come back and, and get back to their studies. And I, I would say as a longtime Pac-12 fan, my entire family are big UW Husky fans. So growing up, we were the one purple house in a sea of orange and green between Oregon State and Oregon. And the Pac-12, there's just so many great games. I was thinking about it yesterday too just the amount of games i've watched just pac-12 conference games that have been down to the wire something crazy or thrilling happening and for that to float away and i understand the business and i understand uh the financial side a part of it but it is i would say it's a change i wish it wasn't happening and luckily as a u-dub fan we have the apple cup so every year at the end of the season, we play Washington State, the Cougars, and that's a, that's one heck of a rivalry. I don't mean to put uh, my father on spot here, but <laughs> I will say he's a huge Husky fan. His brother, my uncle, is a huge Cougar fan. And back in the early 2000s, I think 2003, both WSU and UW were really good that year. So they had a friendly wager. They said, okay, the loser of the Apple Cup has to wear the opposing team's cheerleading outfit to downtown <laughs> Seattle Mall. And on the back of it, it'll say that they lost the bet and they have to sing like the cheerleader song. Oh, my God. So, it's a fabulous bet. Oh, it fabulous. was terrific. And so that year, Washington State beat Washington. So my dad had to wear a full Cougar cheerleading outfit. He didn't have to wear pom-poms. But Aww. my <laughs> uncle went with him to the downtown mall and he had to do the thing or, or the chance. But the best part was that my my grandfather, my dad's and uncle's father, made sure to call the local station and say, "Hey, I got a story for you guys. If you head down to the no. mall, you're going to see like a 39 year old Todd Schwartz um, in in a in an outfit. So they it's all on film. It's on YouTube. But it's just it's one of those things where. Even even though WSU and UW will continue, there there are great battles like UW versus Oregon State that I can remember as a kid, or you know Oregon against Cal where it goes down to the wire. So it's a bummer to see what I grew up with dissolve into mm-hmm. something else. But you know, I guess life is always changing, and you just have to adapt to it. So it'll also be exciting to see the teams I grew up with get to play some new teams in the future that I would have never guessed where UW is playing Rutgers, but yeah. that's cool. Now that I'm living on the East coast, I might actually have a chance to go see uh, a Husky game now that they're going to be traveling to the East more. So you got to find those positives in the negatives. Well, I hear about the rivalry uh, on the West coast there, but uh, when you come to Carolina and you decide to move to North Carolina, there's, one of the first questions people ask you, and, you know, I know you're a sports reporter, so I don't know if you're actually able to tell us, but are you a Duke fan or a Carolina fan? You know, I, I, 
it's, it's weird. I don't know if I've gotten my training yet on what I'm supposed to say here. <laughs> well, but I the will next say, thing they will say is, well, the sky is Carolina blue, but I will tell you, uh, I, I personally am a Duke fan. You know. It, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would, you know, it's funny. I don't think I can pick for you. What I will say is being on the West Coast, all I know is that whenever Oregon had a chance in basketball, either Duke or UNC would somehow make it farther than them, and I would always just be a little bit hurt that my <laughs> Ducks couldn't, couldn't go as far as them. But those two schools just have a tradition of great success. They, their roots in just college athletics are so strong, and it, it doesn't matter where you live in the United States, you just know those two universities are so impressive from all of their athletics. So I don't think I could I could pick one. I'm rooting for both teams. Very good answer. Uh, Very good answer. I like uh, it. I will say uh, Coach K was was quite the guy. And uh, I remember Damian Lillard would always talk about him when he was a part of Team USA. And I always thought, man, Coach, Coach K, I've heard about him at Duke, but to hear about it from a local star in Portland is, is pretty cool. So – both teams, to me, I don't think I could choose one, but who knows? If, if Maybe if we have this interview in a year, maybe I lean <laughs> one way or another. But right now, while I'm still trying to have people uh, like uh, you like and stuff, to, <laughs> stay very right wise answer. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be, you're right in your first few weeks here. No, 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 that's it. That is very wise because very you don't wise. want your first few weeks here to be. Uh, uh, well, I don't like that guy. He's a Duke guy. Oh, I don't like that Luke Schwartz. He's a Carolina guy. I think you're making the – I tell you what, where you can win, though, is especially being right here in eastern North Carolina, wear some purple, okay? I mean, I'm not saying you don't oh. wear the you know, the ECU uh, you know, a jersey or anything like that, but uh, everybody here for the most part. I mean, there, there are a few – uh, NC State fans who will, uh, you know, aren't, aren't, you know, don't don't drink the purple Kool Aid. But dude, as long as you 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 warmly report what's going on over in Greenville with the Pirates, uh, you will be quickly accepted here. And I'm sure North has already told you that too. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so my undergrad, our mascot was the Pirates. We were the Whitworth Pirates. Okay. So oh, okay. when I when I told my family about this job i said it was meant to be i, I was a pirate and now i'm covering the pirates so I, I i will always support the pirates and my high school colors were purple and yellow too so i have no problem rocking the purple i still have a few high school sweatshirts that <laughs> if, if from a distance people could probably look and go okay he's an ecu fan where as <laughs> it would say you know my high school number and everything so I've I've got enough purple to rock and and I I can firmly say that I, I'm an ECU fan and I'm rooting for them to do well and especially in their home opener this weekend against Marshall it should be a lot of fun. I've been hearing a lot from Brian North about the Boneyard and singing "Living on a Prayer," so I'm yep, excited yep. to see that up close and personal. Oh, you're going to love it. And we'll end our interview with this here with Luke Schwartz, uh, the new sports reporter for uh, News Channel 12, Fox Eastern Carolina. Joining uh, Sarah Fem Smith and I this morning here on the Brian Hank Show. Uh, just uh, your observations. I mean, you, I'm sure you had a chance to, if not watch the whole game, because you were probably out working last Saturday, but the ECU-Michigan game. Just your thoughts on that. And then uh, help us preview a little bit, uh, ECU-Marshall, 4 o'clock this uh, Saturday at Dowdy Ficklin? Well, I'll start with Michigan ECU. I mean, if you're a casual fan and you just happen to brisk by that 
score and it says 30 to 3. There were so many other games out there. Oklahoma beating Arkansas State in the 70s. Oregon beating Portland State with, I believe, 81 points. For the number two ranked team in the nation, and you only allowed them 10 points in the second half, I would say that's pretty impressive. And I think against Michigan, it's hard to say who's your best quarterback in that situation between Mason Garcia and Alex Flynn. But I think they've got two guys that are both very intelligent and can sling the football. And I think that defense looks very impressive. And uh, uh, a stat to note is that ECU did not allow a single sack to Michigan. And that was one of the most ferocious defenses in all of college football last season. One of the bigger reasons why they made it to the college football playoffs. So from just a football standpoint, you would have loved to see a touchdown or some big moment happen. But for ECU to, one, get on the board, not get shut out, and to hold Michigan to 30 points, I think morale moving forward, I think that's a mental win for them to approach the season. And when it comes to this Saturday, Marshall's a good team. Two years ago, this was a 42-38 to victory for ECU on the road. Holt Naylor's had a great game, and he just re-signed with the Seahawks. So a big-time Seahawks fan, so I'm rooting for him uh, in the blue and green. But these two teams also have history, and, and it was one thing I was learning with Brian this week. We drove up to ECU campus and checked out the library, and we got to see the display of the the game before the Marshall plane crash because I, I actually didn't know this before I came here, but I had seen the movie, and – the plane was leaving ECU after a 17-14 victory for ECU, but uh, they, they, they've got a really talented running back in the backfield, and I'm blanking on his name right now, but ECU is just going to come out fired up. We got a chance to speak with Marlon Gunn a few days ago, and he's fired up about that backfield because they got a lot of depth at running back, and we'll see who's, who's at quarterback, too. I think Garcia will get the start, but from there, you know, we'll, we'll, pro- we'll probably see Alex uh, get in there and, and throw in a few snaps and whatnot. So I think this is going to be a really good team. And Mike Houston's confident. I'm confident in him. And it should be a really fun one. So I, I can't wait to see those two teams square off in, in quite a historic and emotional game between the purple and green. There you go. I got to tell you, man, you sound pretty well-versed on the uh, ECU uh, yeah. knowledge right now for someone that's only been here for a few weeks. i very excited <laughs> to have you here, Luke. And listen, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Would love to have you back on uh, several times uh, over the next few months. Uh, thank you so much for joining uh, Sarah Femme and I this morning, and uh, we'll, we'll see you out and about, okay? Hey, guys, this made my morning, this made my afternoon, and this made my day. Thank you so much for uh, reaching out and allowing me to come on. I really appreciate what you guys do. Thank you so much. And can't wait to see you in person. I'm, I'm currently giving you a virtual handshake through the phone. but <laughs> We're giving uh, you one right yeah. back. Seraphim and I both are, okay? <laughs> And here comes a high five. You ready? Boom. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Luke, thank you so much. Look forward to meeting you in person, okay? Awesome. You guys take care. You, there you too. Go. That is Luke Schwartz from uh, News Channel 12, Fox Eastern Carolina. And goodness gracious, I'm telling you, Sarah Finn, for someone that's just been here, I guess, three weeks or so, three weeks. What a guy. Four, 
Yeah, he's awesome. No, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about just the sports knowledge right, right, already. Right, right, right. I saw your eyes roll back a couple of. No, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I know. I'm just like, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> this guy went well. No, and I, I, I meant what I said. Uh, North and I, we're good friends. I mean, like I said, yeah. we message each other quite a bit, and I had asked him about getting him on here a couple of weeks ago, and he's like, let him get his feet under him first, and then get him on the show. Good lord. That kid is, and I could call him. A kid. I'm 54, so I can call like I can call you a kid. Okay, I mean, yeah, he, but I'm older than his dad. That's oh, well, no, man. No, I think he was talking about <laughs> several years ago. Oh, thank God. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't right. think his dad is 39 now. I think he was saying okay. this. From, okay, because I was just like, oh my gosh. Okay. I saw you doing the math, dude. Yeah. I saw you doing the the <laughs> the math. You were, weren't you like drawing numbers yeah, in the yeah, air yeah, or yeah. something? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. thought that's what you were saying. No, no, no. Yeah. I think he because he said that was when they were both good, either a decade ago or a couple oh, of decades ago. My bad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Although I'm feeling a little bit funny better that now. You're sitting over there going, ah! I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are old. Well, I'm a yeah. lot older than you, so I don't even want to hear it. All I don't right, even yeah. want to hear it. Okay. We've got a, a couple minutes left here uh, before we get John and Jonathan in here to do the birthday game. But uh, last time we had you on, you were getting ready to paint some murals. Do I say it? it's not murals? Murals. <laughs> I heard myself to because when you were on the show, I that you know we replay the show at three o'clock, mm-hmm. or and you were on in the four o'clock hour, and for some reason I'm I'm listening to myself talking to you, Seraphim, and I'm like. Uh, yeah, you you paint these murals all over uh, <laughs> Eastern North Carolina, and it's it's mural. So I, I'm trying to my Southern accent. I'm trying to do better here. It's, it, these murals. Where are you at now? Uh, at the moment, I'm not yet working on on the mural. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you said it right. It wasn't you. It was me. That yeah. Um, I I have to finish getting ready for this next PBS episode, and it you know so. I will be doing the, the, the mural very soon. Okay. Yeah. Well, very good. Well, uh, I know uh, you're here today. We're also going to be doing uh, uh, something for the United Way here in a little bit, right? Tell yep. me, what is that about? You're doing uh, – it's, it's this I should have mentioned that last time you were on and we didn't really get into it. What are you doing? Well, the lens cracked, and so what I've brought is a special lens direct from Japan. Because I broke the last I'm, one. It's my joke today. Well, <laughs> it's of my lousy focusing skills that other week, but that's fine. It's fine. Oh, I'm just, I can't believe I broke your camera. I know. I'm, oh. I'm so, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm doing the this year's campaign video for the United Way, and what we like to do is get, like, snippets from people in the community, and, and being that you're on the board, and, you know, I, we thought, Brian Hanks would be a great person to have as one of the very honored. I love, I love the United Way. I've been a part of it pretty much since the moment I got off the bus, uh, off the bus, off the boat, <laughs> whatever. When I got in Eastern North Carolina, because the West explosion happened. Uh, I don't know. That's before you got here, but you've heard about the West pharmaceutical explosion. Yes. Yeah, it happened yes. in, uh, well, I can even tell you January of, uh, 2003. I'd only been here like three months and, I was very impressed, and I know a mutual friend of ours, June Cummings. And, oh, I love uh, June. I know you do, and she's amazing. But uh, just the way that the United Way responded to that, and it just it inspired me, and I've been a, pretty much a part of the United Way ever since then, either on the board or organizing events for them, that kind of stuff. And listen, you cannot – I guess you can put a monetary value on it, but just what the United Way means to our community – it's amazing to me. Oh yeah, it really is. Yeah. And, and Molly and Laura, you know, uh, you know, just do a, a bang up job on that. Oh, yeah. And it, oh, Molly Taylor is. Yeah, 
I can't say I, when we get off air, I'll tell you what I call her. She's my she's my dear dear friend. But uh, I've got a little nickname. Have you ever heard my nickname for? I haven't. Molly, if she's listening right now, she's gonna. Oh my God, Brian! Don't say it! Don't say it! Don't say it! <laughs> so I won't say it on the air, but I'll say it when we get off there. But <clears throat> I mean, I've known Molly since I got to Kenston. She used to work for the Free Press. Did That's you know that? Right. That's right. Yeah. She worked for the Free Press when I first got here, and uh, you talk about somebody. And I consider you one of those people with just you know your bubbly personality and. To, to meet Seraphim is to love him. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel uh-huh. about you. Uh-huh. I feel the same way about Molly. Molly's that way, too. That Oh, uh, she's one of the finest people there yeah. ever were. Yeah. Was? Were. were was. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm rubbing <laughs> off on you, okay? Hey, listen, we need to go. We need to get John and Jonathan in here. Uh, thank you so much for helping me uh, host this second hour. Hey, okay? it's been a pleasure. There you go. Let's get John and Jonathan here. Let's play the birthday game. We'll come back and wrap up today's edition of the Brian Hank Show right after that. It's Thursday, September the 7th in the year of our Lord, 2023. It's time to play the birthday game. Golly, John. Golly. <laughs> Golly, John. Yeah, there you go. You're ahead three days to one here in September, dude. What, 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 what in the wide world of sports is going on? Are you Elmer Fudd? What is the? I, I don't know what's going on, but you know what? Too much what? pre-show soda? It's a, uh, no, I've been drinking Fiji water. Oh, this is fancy water. That's out of some guy's tub in Jersey. That ain't Fiji water. <laughs> it's not actually water. He just poured vodka in that bowl. It's natural artesian water from the islands of Fiji. Hold on, hold on. I'll take a sip for you. What's wrong? Why are you taking a sip while we're on the air? Why wouldn't he do that? As he oh likes to leave me stuff to cut out. I got to tell you, dude, when I feel fancy, that's what I drink is Fiji water, okay? Okay. You know, I feel fancy today. Maybe that's what it is. I just feel, what? Okay. Why are you looking at me strangely? That's a strange you thing for a man to say. <laughs> well, dude, I, what's wrong with feeling fancy? Nothing if you're uh, Nothing. The, the lady that sang Ode to Billy Joe. What was her name? Bobby Gentry. She had a song called Fancy. Oh, there you go. You know, his stage name is actually Fancy Nancy. Wow. <laughs> his club name. Dude, you weren't supposed to tell anybody, man. I'm trying to drive up your sales. Oh, yeah. You know what? I appreciate it. Yeah. It's also my only fan's name, too. So, uh, so Disgusting. there you go. Yeah. So, there you go. Uh, but you, you've started out. You've got a good month going here so far there, Dizzle. What can I tell you? I'm better than him. At... <laughs> At, at birthdays this month so far. At birthdays <laughs> this month so far. You know what? There is a lot of truth to that for sure. Okay. Uh, John Dawson, you won yesterday. And, and like I said, three to two. You lead three days to one. I ha- You know, we talked about Roger Waters yesterday and your uh, lack of respect for him, even though he's one of the world's greatest musicians, according uh. to him. <laughs> I'm not the the list of people who hate him is long and long. I know, but did you like that? I said one of the world's greatest musicians, according to him. Oh, he probably thinks he's one of the best broadcasters. He th- probably he thinks he invented air. Well, Unlike Howard Stern, he invented everything. Well, I got to tell you, man, we have not one, not two, not three. We have four musicians. Wow. On today's show. Jonathan does the heavy side. So we'll get two shows in today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay. Uh, won't you tell us about Goico Office Automation and our good friend Jacques Pasileg? Uh, Jacques Pasileg, unlike Roger Waters, he knows it takes a team um, to get the best product out there. And he's proud of his team down at Goico Office Automation. Uh, and, and like most good leaders, he realizes that the people around him um, make his business better. And that's how he makes his business better, by surrounding himself with good people. 
people and not taking all the credit for it like Roger Waters would. Back to you, Brian. I love it. And I had Jacques in the office, or in the office, in the studio here last week. I guess it is my office studio. Doesn't matter. But had him in here and had fun. It was a lot. It was a good time, man. He loves he loves what we're doing, dude. I asked him, and he, mm-hmm. he loves it, dude. He has Bless started. Heart. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey. If you want to, if you want a late night call, Jacques Pasaleg over there, Jonathan Massey, and I know you have several times, according to him. He said he knows that you, by the way, you're heavy breathing. <sighs> when you're out in Vegas, and after Bono has done his uh, the encore of Viva Las Vegas or whatever they're gonna do, you should get like a random stranger and call Jacques and say, "Ask this dude about a copy machine." Oh my god! Or get him to do it from their phone. We are. G- I'll do it. I know. You think we're joking. Yeah. And the show will be over on West Coast time. So, what, it starts at 8. It ends about 11. So, it'll be 2 o'clock in the morning. And you and I are going to. Dude, tell. Okay, I, I tell you real quick. Give us Jacques Passelik's phone number and uh, other ways to reach him. 252. 252. 286. 286. 536. 53. 53. 54. 54. Or you can visit his website at goeconc.com or whatisgoeco.com for more information. Okay, we got to tell him. It's trickling in all our stuff that's going to happen while we're there. Tell him about that email I sent you last week, dude. Uh, I'll have to let you read it, just the amount of things they packed into one email. But essentially, when we get to, when we fly into Vegas, we get to the airport. We're going to have a basically a chauffeur take us from the airport to the luxury hotel. transportation from the ho- from the airport to the hotel. Seems excessive, but go ahead. Hey, it's included. And then uh, the hotel. I mean, probably one of the two. Or- oh, it is one of the best ones in Vegas. The the our, uh, Venetian, not the Venetian, the uh, Sands. Oh shoot. <laughs> Keep going. I'll pull it up on our email um, here. The hotel, great. Uh, basically, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we've got all access to all these different spots. Mm-hmm. Like um, four different clubs that are like members-only type clubs we get into. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the the drinks. Sh- I'll be so deep in, in libations that uh, Jock is going to get more than one phone call from Have you strangers. thought about taking a sidecar for your liver? <laughs> Now I can't find my, it. My liver's just going to fall out eventually. I've been, I've been re-watching one of my favorite shows, Crime Story, over the last month, and they're in that arc where they, the mob moved from Chicago to Vegas. So I'm, I'm, i got Vegas on the brain oh, right now. There's a... Um, yeah, we're at the Venetian. Why yeah, did I, I don't know. Why did I have there's a brain suit on that? Uh, and then there's going to be this uh, YouTube exhibit that we get to go through. It's called Zoo Station. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is which is appropriate because these two animals are gonna be in there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, man, it's it's gonna be good stuff. And I'm I'm leaving. May out. I read from the email since I well, now, this is only a two hour show, I'll remind you. <laughs> there you go. Zoo Station is our exclusive U two fan hub and immersive and interactive exhibit and shopping experience that brings to life the band's seminal album Octoon Baby and it includes an Anton Corbin you've said his name before, Anton, Anton Corbin. He did the photos for Automatic for the People, a lot of nineties bands. There's a whole gallery in Anton Corbin gallery. He did the pictures it. in the album. Yeah, yeah. YouTube yeah. uh, pop-up shop, Zoo TV Cinema, mm-hmm. an ultraviolet lounge and fly bar. Right, getting a little too oh. excited. Keep sorry. It's not open to the public. It's open Why would just it be? to... Huh? Why would it be? I don't know. They it's could just, probably get more money if it were. Yeah, it's... Uh, Zoo Station will be closed to the public and be available exclusively for our VIP guests. Mm-hmm. 
That's he and I. Right. Uh, between 4 and 6 p.m. on performance days. So when we fly in at 9 a.m. and we arrive at 9 a.m. Oh, dude, I'm just so giddy for this, man. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Tell I him know. what I'm doing, Brian. He's like, of course, uh, of course VIP for us is uh, very immunocompromised people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. What I was doing earlier was I was miming, throwing, throwing money. Well, oh, there's been plenty of that already. Yeah, there's been plenty of it. Yeah. It, Dude. It made me a little nervous watching him book all of this because I was like. Well, I, I and John Dawson, one more time, may I be allowed to say. No, you said it enough. No, you were invited to this. And I wanted enough. you to come. And the three of us, the three amigos, we're going to go do this. And, and tell them why You'll you have, won't do it. There's several reasons. I don't like flying. Okay. I'm not going to fly is the second reason. <laughs> I, I do get that to a point because you're not the only person I know like that. Yeah. And, and I would be I would be in misery like I was had surgery coming up waiting for that flight. You probably have to drug me on the flight or so, duct tape me to something. We could do that. So that's He has a lot of duct tape. I don't know why. Have you looked so, at his trunk? No, that's three of the main reasons. I've got a shovel, some rope, some lime. I'll finish that tape. sentence one some other year. <laughs> Dude, mm. sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, so that'll be what? Uh, five weeks or four weeks from tomorrow? Five weeks from tomorrow because yeah. it's 13th. Yeah. Have you so thought you'll, about it? You'll your... have a much better time. I promise you. That's not true. We yeah. would have. We've been on trips before the three of us, and we've had great times with yeah. the three of us. Yeah. He he likes the road <laughs> aspect of it yeah. because we do some of our best work on the road i will give him that we yeah. we i'm are... gonna try the swansboro thing for yet another time at some point <laughs> can't even make eye contact with you right now i'm sorry it's not john. just your fault yeah that's right it is both so we'll just look at each other okay jonathan okay uh you ready to start uh, today's birthday game you betcha okay here you go uh she sang this song Dawson. Oh, we're not doing that, are we? <laughs> is it Gloria Gaynor? It is Gloria Gaynor. But you would have got it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I love this song, man. The Replacements. The re- an awful, awful, awful movie that I couldn't pull my eyes. Yeah, I'm sorry. I realize that. That I couldn't pull my eyes away from, man. Remember the scene where they danced in jail to oh, this? Yeah. Yeah, and then they dance at the very end of it, too. So uh, it's an awful movie. It was about, uh, like, when the NFL went on strike mm-hmm. and they had some replacement. In fact, that's the name of the movie, The Replacements. Replacement players come in. And uh, Ke- Keanu Reeves was in it. She uh, popped up as a school teacher on that 70s show, and they broke into this at the prom. Really? She was singing oh, that's awesome, man. Gloria Gaynor over there, John Dawson. Uh, hold on. Chorus. I'm going to call you during the U2 show and yell chorus into the phone. That will be awesome. Well, it's going to be past your bedtime, though, dude, because it's going to be a, you know, the show's not going to start till about 11 o'clock at night here. Oh, my God, Jonathan. I don't know how I'm going to make it till then. I'm serious. I am so excited about this. And now the trickle of uh, stuff starting to come in, telling, we still don't know where our tickets are yet. I'm a little, not concerned because other people haven't got theirs yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a little bit concerned, but for Vibe to send us that big email with yeah, all the we'll ta- we get a big both of us. I checked on that. We both get the big leather bound book oh, of nice. 
They're have, taking pictures of the show that we're going to be at and putting it into a book. I'm going to uh, have to keep that at one of your houses because I cannot let Maris get her hands on it. Yeah. Because she has taken to ripping up books like she was assigned to get rid of Fahrenheit 451. <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, wait a minute. Mm. That was pretty good, dude. Gloria Gaynor over there, uh, John Dawson. How are you going to put up with us for the next five weeks? Well, I guess you have for <laughs> for a decade plus now. So That callus is well worn, my friend. <laughs> that callus. <laughs> uh, uh, Gloria Gaynor. I got this last year, and I have no clue what I said. Mm, 67. <laughs> Look at her boy over there dancing. That doesn't translate to radio. Uh, he says 67. What do you say there, Jonathan Massey? 68. She was born. Wait a minute. I love that song. I genuinely love this song. Mm-hmm. I, it's a great song. Uh, she was born September 7th, 1947. She's 76. I think you meant to say 76, not 67. No, I didn't say 76. No, you didn't. Oh, okay. In your mind, you said 67, I'm sure. Or 76, I'm sure, right? Mm, yeah. Okay, well, you got it wrong. Yeah. Uh, the Pretenders. Uh, and uh, who was most closely associated with them? Chrissy Hahn. Chrissy Hahn. Band? I had this album, yeah. Is this a good song? Yes. Hey, I didn't do uh, Brass and Pocket, which thank a lot you. of people would have done. Thank so you. I, This is I, a better song. Thank you. Is there another song you'd like to hear? No, this one's just fine. Well, thank you. I know. I'm not even joking. I feel you're, you're thinking I'm doing a riff here, but, dude, I feel good when you like the song that I picked and that it wasn't too cheesy or. Man, just don't, get, don't get too confident. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So Tell him what I'm doing. He's patting himself on the back. To yeah. quote uh, Captain Raymond Holt, vindication. <laughs> vindication. You've seen that, right, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? For the sake of the conversation, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Chrissy Hine, how talented. She's great. Um, she, I think she was married to Ray Davies of the Kinks for a little while. Mm-hmm. But they just put a new album out, and it's very good. Well, there you go. Our buddy Pat Holmes is a big Pretenders fan. Is he? Yes. Well, I need to let him know we're going to Vegas. We probably got to pick him up something. Other. He's a big U2 fan. Yes, he is. Know. Huge U2 fan. You know we're going to bring you back a couple presents, too. And not just the stuff that they give to us, okay? Did you see we get a lanyard with the all-access pass on it? I think each one of those has a slice of Bono's ego embossed in it. <laughs> I, if only. Yeah. If only, okay? I hope so. They just don't have enough lanterns to anyway. Anyway, did you see that, though? We get a lanyard with the all-access pass. Man, you talk, I'll be holding on to that as I'm walking through because I don't want somebody stealing that from me, okay? I'll just be showing it to people. Won't everybody in there have one? No, I'm talking like when we go to the casino. I and wouldn't bars. wear it to the casino in the bar. Probably not a bad idea. I'm going to. I'm going to show it to See, people. See, if no I was there, I would be saying you shouldn't do that the whole time. So you're going to have more fun <laughs> if I'm not there. Hey, there's a place in Vegas <laughs> called the Heart Attack Grill. People that weigh over 350 pounds eat for free. Damn. And I just lost all this weight, too. I was never up to 350. Here's what we're going to do. Chrissy Hind, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Tell us about that real quick. I like this. The Heart Attack Grill. All right. I'm I'm just going to get in your shirt and hide, and you get on the scale. (laughs) I love it. I love it. What do you think? Don't mind the growth. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Chrissy Hind of the Pretenders over there, Jonathan Massey. Uh... 
62. You say 62. What do you say, Jonathan Parrott Dawson? 63. Uh, you could have kept going. She was born September 7th, uh, 1951. So she is 72 today. Oh, so right. it's now tied up one to one. Okay, next up, it's tied one to one now. Uh, she has voiced Marge Simpson for more than 30 years. It's. Can't I can't think of her name? Julie Kavner. Oh, okay. Yeah, Julie Kavner, and she does a bunch. She does uh, the sisters, you know, uh, Marge Simpson sisters, mm -hmm. and a bunch of others. Uh, but I just think they're so talented. I'm a big fan. I of saw them. some show where they had all of them sitting in bleachers, and, and they were all doing all the Harry Shearer that used to do like 19 voices. I don't even know if he's on the show anymore. But Hank Azaria and. The fact that he can't do Apu anymore, I don't even want to start that yeah. comment. That's the dumbest It thing is ridiculous. I, I, I agree with you. Incredibly stupid, but anyway. And I'm your woke friend. Yeah. And I'm agreeing with you on that, okay? Yeah. Yep. Am I not your woke friend? I, I wouldn't. Brother, I wouldn't tell that. <laughs> I think that might be Rich. Yeah, Rich is our woke friend. That's Not on sure. everything. We'll not on about, everything. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Julie Kavner. How old is she today there, John Dawson? Now, bearing in mind that The Simpsons started, what, 1988? Started on the Tracy Ullman show. Yeah. But uh, but she's been doing The Voice the whole time. So, what, 88? So, she's been, that's been going 30. I just wanted to give you a, you know. Point of reference. Yeah, like he needed some help. <laughs> yeah. But So, it's been going for 35 years at least. So, uh, anyway, Julie Kavner. Sixty-five. You say sixty-five. What do you say over there, Mizzle? Sixty-six. She was born September seventh, nineteen fifty. So she's seventy-three today. Oh, homie. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Decent. That was actually that was good. Okay. Now of all these, you're not gonna like this, but it, he means a lot to me. All uh, in. <laughs> you feel good about yourself, don't you? Well, I just like saying Paul Lind. It's a funny name. It is a funny name. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Gosh, I'm trying. It is hard trying to find a clean uh, version oh of. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, it is what it is. Just dude. don't pick this. Just tell me, don't play the song. No, no, so no, I have no, to no, edit no. it. No, you're not going to have to edit it. It's, 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 gonna it's be too loud. loud. I can tell you already. Well, you, had to push <laughs> you had to push. He's right, though. He's right. I had it put. It, that's, that's, that's good right there, but I had it pushed up to halfway. I'm about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Easy E. Nobody move, nobody get hurt. He was born. Eric Klein, right? Hold on. This is the clean version. This is straight out of Compton, NWA, Easy E. He uh, died in 1995. I love, listen, I am a huge Easy E fan, but I learned something about him. And I thought I knew everything about him, John Dawson. Mm -hmm. I did not. <laughs> I was about to say what, how old he was when he died, which would have given away, but uh, he's... Uh, what did you learn about him? He had 11 children. Mm. <laughs> he's putting up those Travis well, he's, Henry he was, he was easy. <laughs> that, that, that. All right, that's enough. Really. Oh, no, no, no. You've got to hear the chorus, man. Yes. It would have to be a song for there to be a chorus, Brian. <laughs> Just let it go. Yeah, please, this is this is why I don't insist on much. I love this. This is one of my – hold on. Oh, wait a minute. But uh, 11, 11 children by 10 women. I just thought that was interesting. It's a great role model, Brian. <laughs> Apparently, Easy wasn't his stage name. It was just how he preferred his women. Uh, ah! Mm -hmm.
What's up? Tell them where you're from. Straight out of California. That was easy right there. Tell them where you're from. Loving the show today, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. Clements. Hey, he'll like the very last artist, okay? <laughs> He's uh, already turned it off. No, no, no. Stay. No, oh, oh, no, no, Mr. Clements. Hang out with us. Just turn it down for the next 30 seconds, okay? You, you got to. Or you can turn it down now. <laughs> you, you show up to your parents' house later, and he's got an NWA shirt on. Yeah. You pass out. I would. I'm, I, I'm more than 50% sure that won't happen. <laughs> what, if I put, got, what if I bought him one and said, Mr. Clemens, I will give you $100 Dawson, to Mr. wear Dawson. this shirt. What did I say? Clemens. Well, Mr. Clemens, too, okay, because I doubt he's a big NWA this fan. This prolonging either. the song play, isn't it? <laughs> it is. But if I said, Mr. Dawson, I will give you $100 to be photographed in this T-shirt. He'd probably tell you to go get stuffed. What do you really? I would. <laughs> A hundred dollars. Yeah. Do you think he would do it just to mess with you, though? No. Th- not not publicly. He and I are in lockstep on this. Okay. Not not publicly, but like at home, and you just walk in one day, and he's wearing that just to mess with you. No, he would not. He okay. would not do it. I don't know how else to say it. Okay. Well, uh, Eric Lynn Wright. What if I broke your finger? You wouldn't be able to push it up <laughs> as far. Probably. Yeah. I'd use another finger. <laughs> <laughs> Easy E over there, Jonathan Massey. You lead two to one. How old would he be if he were still alive today? He did. He died of AIDS in 1995. 28 years ago, he died. Yeah. 57. You say 57. What do you say, John Dawson? 58. I love it when John Dawson gets them right, and he is closer. He was born September 7th, 1964, so he would be 59 today. So congratulations, John Dawson. I just said a random number, so this would end. Okay, you can turn your radio back up, Mr. Dawson. Mm. (laughs) And everyone else. (laughs) And everybody else. Dude, he's going to love this one, I promise. He was born Charles Harden Holly, but we know him better as? Buddy Holly. There you go. Now, is Mr. Dawson happy now? This is tolerable, yes. The song? I won't say Peggy Sue. The year that it came out? Oh, man, 50, 59 or 60, I don't know. 58, because he died on February 3rd, 1959, the day the music died, uh, John Dawson. Yeah. It was him, the Big Bopper, and the guy who sang La Bamba, right? Yeah. Richie Valens. Yeah, Richie, Richie Valens, Valens. Yeah. Uh, Who was only like 17 or something. Yeah. Well, heck, uh, he was I, only. Ah, you almost got me there, didn't you? I think I actually know how old he was. Well, John Dawson gets to go first on this one, so it's tied two to two. Look at him breaking out the calculator. You said that the plane crash was 59? Yep, it was uh, February the 3rd, 1959, the day the music died. Don't ask me. I don't even have to look that up. Don't ask me why I know that. But I, it's, it's like... It, Whatever ingrained into my brain, dude. Buddy Holly, dude, while you're looking that up, Buddy Holly. Well, he was innovative because he was one of the first rock and roll guys to write all of his own songs. And I think that, you know, the Beatles and Townsend and those people kind of saw the value in that. Okay. They kind of made rock not so much a novelty thing and kind of moved it towards an art form. Okay. Well, how old would Buddy Holly be if he were alive today over there, John Dawson? 86. You say 86. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? This is for the win. 87. Good guess, man. You were just one year mm. off. 
He was born <laughs> September the 7th, 1936. So he would be 87. He was only 23. You said Frank or uh, Richie Valens was only was 17. Only, he was only 22 because of, he died before his birthday. That's right. You're right. He was only 22. See, and that's where I was. I, was, I knew he was either 21 <laughs> or 22. And when he said 86 and you didn't start smashing that button, I was like, thank God. <laughs> Well, dude, congratulations. You win today three to two. You get it down to three days to two. A couple birthdays, uh, one guy. Uh, don't know him that well, but we're friends on Facebook. I think the world of L. Mac Bernie. Today is his birthday. Happy birthday to you, uh, dude. And then I know a person you and I worked with that we admired quite a bit. And I believe she may still be one of the last employees of the Kansas Daily Free Press, Becky Brown. Yes. Uh, and I know you adore her, and I do too. I mean, we, we had a really good relationship I ran relationship into her at her. the post office a few months ago, and she was still working remotely for the free press. So. Hey, you know what I but say? I guess anyone that works for him now is working remotely, right? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. But, Becky, I mean, I got to tell you, dude, uh, a good soul. And I know you think a lot of her too. Oh, she was great, and there's always people at certain offices and stuff to just kind of look out for you, and she was one of, like, the three that I, would do that. This is the thing I remember the most. I loved working with her at the free press. But when I went through all my stuff with Tina, you, you don't know how many meals she sent up to. Y'all brought one up for me, didn't you? Yep. Yep, that she made for me. And then when Janet came up to visit, she sent a meal with her. I mean, she must have sent four or five big old, that's an old pallets of food. That's dude. an old school Southern thing. When some, yeah. when there's a death in the family or someone sick out in the, in Bucklesbury, as it were, you know, meals start flying out just like uh, the air raiders. Well, and absolutely, uh, happy birthday, Becky Brown. Happy, happy birthday, L. Mac Bernie. If today is your birthday, have a great day. Thank you so much to my dear friend, Seraphim Smith. Thank you to Luke Schwartz uh, here in the second hour and Jimmy Smith in the first hour. Tomorrow, Paul Whittington. Uh, we're going to try to get Ryan Diesel Giesma, Will Harrell here on the show, too. Have a great Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.